Welcome to the Come and Belong podcast. I'm your host, Brother Zach Coder. Guys, I am so grateful to be joined today in our fabulous studio by Traden Chamberlain. Traden, say hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> yeah, wave. I guess we can wave the camera, too. Um, that's right, listeners. You can even join us on YouTube and become one of our tens of followers. So that'll be fun. Got to start somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, Traden's joining us here today because uh, he approached me, well, approached the Institute and uh, had a really cool desire to start a club that we're going to talk about a little bit. Yeah, should be good. I'm I, excited to talk about it today. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be so cool. So if you're a student athlete, especially, and you're attending um, Utah Tech, this is this this podcast's for you. Uh, but before we do that, before we get into the serious, we got to get silly here. And so Kay. I'd like to play a game with everybody if that's okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, this game is called Monda Greens. We've played it with one other guest. Yeah. Um, so if uh, anyway, do you know what a Monda Green is? No idea. Okay, cool. So a Monda Green is when you mishear lyrics <laughs> and you sing the wrong lyrics. Yeah, forever. I've heard of these. Okay, like okay, the right. sexy elephant one. Oh, oh, oh no! See, I'm losing the game already. Oh, sexy elephant. I don't even know what song it is, but I just know that's. Or like, what's the one? It's a Lord song where they say, you can call me green beans, that one. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Perfect. So, you know, so you I just didn't know there was this. a name for it. Oh, yeah. It's called Mondegreen. <laughs> it came from like this. Um, I, I got to look up the exact definition. It came from, let me go to uh, 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 Wikipedia here. What it came from was a um, uh, Sylvia Wright described how as a young girl, she misheard the last line of the first stanza from the 17th century ballad the bonnie earl of omaray and so it's it was it's in a different language and so when they when you read it in like scottish or irish it sounds different and i will try my terrible accent but the, the actual <laughs> poem goes ye highlands and ye lowlands oh where have you been they have slain the earl of Murray and lady mondegreen oh but what was misheard was she misheard Lady Mondegreen and thought that they laid the Earl of Murray on the green. Oh. And Lady Mondegreen. <laughs> and so anyway, that's that's a little bit of history for you, Trey. Okay. Aren't you a better person for it? Okay, anyway. Um, here's the deal. We're going to look at some of these. And so I'm going to read some of you, them. And uh, here's one that my son and I always get a kick off of. I'll, I'll even give you a hint, okay? Okay. So I'm going to say the Mondegreen. And you tell me the actual lyrics. Okay. okay. It's from Spider-Man into the multiverse. Okay. Okay. It's one of the songs from the soundtrack. Okay. I've got to get high. I've got an elephant. I don't even know what song this is. Okay. It's, it's, it sounds kind of like hardcore when you hear it. Okay. I got to get high. I got an elephant. And it sounds exactly like you'll never be able to unhear it. No idea? No idea. No guesses? No guesses. The I've only got, song I can think of from Into uh -huh. the Spider-Verse or Multiverse, right, whatever, right. whatever the name of the movie is, uh -huh. is What's Up Danger and then the Post Malone Sunflower song. Those are the only two songs I can remember. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, it's I've Got to Elevate. Oh, Elephants, Elevate. Uh, that yeah. makes sense. I've okay. got to Elevate. Okay. But the way he says it, it's anyway. Okay. All right. Okay. That's all right. That's all right. That's What's all right. the name of the song? I'll go listen to it after so I can never unhear it. I think it's called Elevate. Okay. Like, yeah. Like, I'll have to, I'll have to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll even 
put it in the link because (laughs) it's it's a rap song but it's an okay rap song yeah (laughs) okay all right um okay here let me pull this one up here okay there we go hold me closer tony danza tiny dancer ellen john dude that was so quick okay okay (laughs) good stuff all right give me the beach boys and free my soul That's really not the lyrics. I always thought that was the <laughs> real lyrics. Do you know the song I'm talking about? And free my soul. I want to get, get lost you, in a rock and roll yeah, yeah. and drift away. Yeah. Oh, I wow. I honestly thought that was the real lyrics. Give me the beat, boys. Oh, okay. And free my soul. Yeah, that, that one makes <laughs> more sense, but I always thought it was Beach Boys. <laughs> it just rolls they, off the tongue so much better. Yeah, and it's like, okay, this dude really likes the Beach Boys. I get that. Okay, okay. Um. All the lonely Starbucks lovers. Taylor Swift. No clue. This I, I literally thought for the longest time. And every time I say it, my kids always tease me because I never get the lyrics right. Okay, so um, got a long list of ex-lovers. Oh, okay. But it sounds just like all yeah. the lonely Yeah, now that you Starbucks say that, lovers. I thought I knew those were the original lyrics. I've never heard the Starbucks one. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I always hear Starbucks. I can't mm. unhear it. Okay. Inagata DeVita. No Jimi idea. Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. No? Okay. No. So it's in the Garden of Eden, honey. Okay. Now, to our eternal credit, like literally, like we weren't the only, like most of the world thought it was Inagata Davide. Unfortunately, he was disobeying the word of wisdom when he <laughs> recorded that song. And so yeah. he just was like, Inagata Davide, baby. He just slurs the words. Yeah, it happens exactly. to the best of us. It does. It does. See that girl, watch her scream. Kicking the Dancing Queen. It's an ABBA song. Ooh, good. Dude, Like you're really good at this. Singing the Dancing Queen, isn't it? See that girl. Watch, watch that, that scene. Scene. It's not Queen? Diggin' the Dancing Queen. Oh, I was, even, I was even wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Okay, here, here's some for, from the church, okay? Oh, some okay. hymns that sometimes we missing, or some like some sayings that we use in the church that sometimes, okay. <laughs> With parents, kind of weird. Yeah, I know this. I'm kind and kind and dear. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. Okay. I My mean, doc- we should wait, make a remix where it's the <laughs> one that you said. Like, <laughs> it is. I agree. <laughs> I, I think that'd be fun. Um, my daughter, when we, she was learning the first article of faith, she'd always say, "We believe in God, the Turtle Father." <laughs> the Turtle Father. Eternal Father. Okay, good, good. Hey, <laughs> I know, it's, I know it's one thing. So I served my mission in Canada. Okay. And so it was actually fun talking to the Native Americans okay. that lived up there. That's actually something they believe in is after this life, there's like, or I think it was pre-mortal life. You are going through heaven or some mystic world on the back of a turtle. So my daughter was kind of right. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay. But the interesting thing is you... The more you talk about them because they're descendants of, you know, the people in the Book of Mormon. Yeah. Is there so many similarities and you would talk to them about it and you'd be like, this is a history book for you. Like you can figure out how you came to be here. That is so cool. And so some of the people were like, oh, yeah, this is way cool. Like and they just read it straight through as a as a history book. But some of them would actually digest it a little bit more. Yeah. So. Just that you brought that up. It was just okay. something. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the turtle father, there is some merit there. I love it. Okay. Let's do one more. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, this one 
is always missung. Like every time we sing it in almost any class I've ever taught, mm-hmm. I listen very closely because there's always a few people who sing it wrong, right? Let no spirit of discretion overcome you in the evil hour. I don't even know what hymn that is. Um, choose the right. Choose the right. Yeah. Let no spirit of discretion overcome you in the evil hour. Okay. It's actually let no spirit of digression Oh. overcome you but most people hear discretion they sing discretion which is ironic when you hear about it because what you're saying is hey when i'm tempted don't let a spirit of discretion overcome me which is exactly what you want <laughs> and so most people are like hey when i'm tempted i don't want to i don't want to be discreet it's like wait a minute yes you do okay moving on well there you go hey thanks for playing you did really good at that i didn't review them i had no clue but i think you need to add the lord one in there Okay. I think I'm gonna write this down here. Uh Royals is the song. Okay, yeah. And what was the what was the Monda Green? Uh I can't remember what she says, but everybody thinks she says green beans. Green beans, okay. I'm gonna listen to that and I'm gonna find green beans in there. That's awesome. Okay, <laughs> very good. All right, that's awesome. Well, Drayden, thanks for playing with us. Um you, on to the series here. I uh why are you here today? Like, um tell us a little bit about this club. It's just kinda cool. You approached again the institute and like, I wanna do something. Mm-hmm. I just love the fact that you took the initiative and were like, was like, Let, let's get this done. So tell us a little bit about you first of all, maybe let's start there. Yeah. So I'm from Sandy, Utah. I grew up there my whole life, born and raised there. Um, I'm the oldest in my family. I have a sister who's on a mission right now who actually comes home in December. Cool. Where's she serving? She's serving in Mendoza, Argentina. Awesome. So it's been fun to, I feel like me and her's relationship was always you, everyone has sibling rivalries and me and her were that sibling rivalry. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I feel like as we've gotten older and now that she's been able to go on a mission is we've been able to connect a lot more to talk about things. Cool. And so I'm excited for her to come home. She's actually going to come down to Utah tech as well. Really? Yeah. That'll be awesome. So we kind of just missed each other. I came down here. My freshman year was 2018 and she was still in high school. I left on my, on my mission. She came down here. And then right as I got back, she left for her mission. Oh, my word. So, <laughs> so how long has it been? I mean. I've, I saw her in between. Yeah, we yeah, had a yeah. summer together um, two summers ago. Um, but I'm excited to see her That's and have awesome. her be down here a little bit more often. So That is way cool. And then I have a sister who is a junior and then a little brother who's 12. Okay. All right. Um, but like I had mentioned earlier, my freshman year was in 2018. I came down here to play for the men's soccer team and I continue to do so now. And then after the, after two semesters, so ending in the spring of 2019, I turned in my papers to go serve a mission and I got called to the Canada Winnipeg mission. So I got to go hang out in negative 40 degree weather for six months out of the Oof. year. Talking about the turtle father. Uh, oh, seriously. Wow. Seriously. But it really was that the, cold. Yeah. Holy I think the cow, how'd you survive? I think the coldest that I was exposed to, and I can't confirm it was if it was Celsius or Fahrenheit. Okay, but minus fifty six. I gotta say that's Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit, because that seems like Celsius would be like negative one hundred and fifty. It was neg- <laughs> if it was Celsius, negative seventy. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I made sure to look it up, dude. Either way, I think at a certain point the human body loses all ability to know the difference uh, but that was the weird thing though is i had more because i'm a summer guy like i love going yeah. boating i love doing things like yeah. that i actually had more motivation to go tracked and do stuff in the winter why was that i don't know 
I think because like the summer nights, I mean, it doesn't get dark until like 11 because of how high, like, got it. I think it's the latitude. Right. Yeah. So I, I lived in Alaska. So the, probably oh, that okay. same thing, right? Yeah. The summertime. It's yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it, the lights peeking out at four in the morning and it doesn't go, it doesn't Away. go down until like 1130. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was just those long summer nights. You'd be driving home at nine and you'd see kids playing in the front yard and you're like, man, this sucks. Like <laughs> I have to go to bed now. Like, yeah. what is this? My, my, just really great. My wife's uh, parents, they, they complained about that same thing. They'd be in bed at like eight o'clock in the summertime <laughs> and they could hear their friends calling yeah. them like, come play. Like, I get anyway, okay. So, and then I just returned, I returned from my mission about a year ago, um, okay. hopped right back into soccer. I'm studying recreation and sport management down here. Um, I want to do something in that field, but I also want to own my own business. So me and my sister have talked about starting a clothing company or something like that. Dude. So. Well, and, and based on the shoes, <laughs> come on, show, show the camera, the shoes. They're, they're pretty, I mean, they're, they're pretty nice. Look at those. Okay. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> I, I thought they were cool looking. Anyway, we had, we had a soccer game last night. It was okay. our first home game, like official home game. And so some of the people wanted to do or our content creators who run the social media stuff, they're like, we're going to do a fit check night. And so okay. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this, but I'll send you a picture of it and you can put it in the, during this part. But I would love it. Yeah. I wore some Nike dunks, some shorts, okay. regular t-shirt and a cowboy hat. And it looked <laughs> awesome. Everyone was like, okay, like, <laughs> yeah, I have work? to see it to believe it. I'm not sure if that fit <laughs> is fire, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. We, we had one of our friends, he just showed up, in overalls like no shirts just overalls <laughs> it was honestly awesome. the best thing it that's was, cool it was fun. Cool. So fun so i tried yeah. to take pride in okay. in the way i dress and things like that well, that's called that, that that i think that'd be cool man <laughs> i'll buy your stuff you and your sisters that's awesome well cool man so and so then tell us a little bit about this club you're wanting to um to start i know it's um again centered around student athletes here at utah tech uh but tell us a little bit about what the goal is here. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so I'll just kind of give a, a little background of how this came to be. Um, it actually started last semester. Me and my roommate, his name is Larson Rogers. We had gotten together and wanted to get more people to our soccer games because we felt we weren't getting a big enough crowd as much as we wanted. We wanted that home field advantage. Yeah. And so some of the things we had talked about were doing some service, um, just meeting new people. I don't know. I can't exactly remember how we were going to do that, but we had this big plan set up and we just got busy and summer was approaching and he lives in New Mexico. I live in Salt Lake. So it just didn't really work out. Yeah. Yeah. And so we went about our summers. I kind of thought about it here and there and I actually served as an FSY counselor over the summer. And so I had a lot of cool experiences of being able to serve, seeing the impact I have in the community as a division one athlete. And I just felt like I wanted to do more service. I wanted to impact the community a little bit more. And then I get a call from Larson one day and he says, Hey, I have an idea. I was like, okay, man, let's hear Here it. We go. <laughs> and so he said, Hey, when we go on travel trips, um, when we travel to these other places to play schools, he's like, think of how neat it would be if we did something like the BYU teams did and went and did like the devotional the night before or in between um, cause we usually play Friday, Sunday or do something on Saturday where we go and speak to kids. I said, Larson, that's an awesome idea, man. I'm like, I don't think our coach would fly with it. Like okay. it just takes, yeah, not, there's a lot involved. Yeah. I mean, we would have to do the coordinating. We'd somehow have to get a ride there. 
and there's a, a, where a minority LDS kids are, are, I guess, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints are a minority on our team, and so it would only be a handful of us. So there's just a lot of logistics that just didn't make sense. So I said, Lars, I don't think we could do that on the road. I'm like, what if we did something here, local in St. George, where we're going out and we're talking to people? He's like, I love it. And he's trying to be a seminary teacher. Oh, cool. And so he already had ins. I knew Shane Bringhurst. And so we started to pitch this idea. And so we had actually had two opportunities to speak, one here at the YSA on the Sunday Night Devotional, and then one with another stake to talk to youth as like a end of FSY wrap-up kind of thing. Cool. Um, neither of them, unfortunately, didn't work out. Okay, okay. Just different plans and us traveling and things like that. But it kind of got me thinking and excited about something like this. And so um, I went in to talk to our sports psychologist just to kind of give him what my goals were this year, where my head was at. And I had mentioned this to him. He said, you know, I think that'd be a way cool thing is if you were able to do this, but kind of make a bigger splash, get more student athletes involved. And I was like, we can do that. <laughs> I was awesome. like, that I think that'd be way cool. And so we talked about logistics of it and he, he's like, I think you should go talk to someone. So right after I stepped out of his office, I texted Shane Bringhurst and said, Hey man, like I need, I need to talk to you right now. And Shane was awesome with it. I pitched the idea to him and he's like, where do we start? How do we get this going right now? And so I think right now, and I think this is a great reason why we're doing this today after you and I talked is just getting people to know about it. Right. Getting the word out. Yeah. I mean, I know we made the post on social media of kind of my call to action on the Institute page doing this podcast. I know Shane sent a text message out to everyone or to a large portion of Institute members. Right. And so, and I've been able to go and talk to a lot of people, um, student athletes one-on-one or in a small group and just to tell them about what we're trying to accomplish. And so kind of getting back to your first question is I think what we're trying to accomplish is just to make an impact. It's hard being a student athlete. It's hard juggling school, your sport and your religion all at the same time and a social life. And you can just, it just adds up. And I think back to my freshman year, I don't know if I can necessarily say, (laughs) say this, but I call it my, four months of inactivity because I'm, I, I just can't go to church. Right. It's not like I don't want to, but every chance that I get, I try to be there. But I mean, we play games on Sunday. We have practice, we have film. It's just, it's just hard. And I know on my, my freshman year that really took an impact on me, mm. especially with wanting to go on a mission. Right. Because I didn't feel like I was being a good member, mm. but I soccer is still my first love. And so I wanted to be a part of that. But then I started to figure out what institute was and what mission prep was and have been able to use that over the last two years to be able to help me get my spiritual dose throughout the week of doing personal scripture study, going to family home evenings, things like that. So I want to be able to let other student athletes know that they're coming in or who are transferring know that this is a normal thing and that we, you can still feel the spirit even when you're fully committed to your sport and traveling or playing on Sundays. All right. That's cool. I love that idea. So that's the that was one of the other big ideas. Um, the second one is going out and speaking to youth. I remember as a youth going to firesides and hearing people talk, and I was like, I just don't feel like they get it. 
at least There's on no, my end. They didn't connect with, with exactly. you, right? Okay. I was like, I'm a, I'm an athlete. I'm like, I didn't, I never played a musical instrument and I felt the same thing at FSY. I kind of felt a little ostracized because I was a student athlete because almost it, like there's a stereotype and like it, you can't be religious yeah. and, and an athlete. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, and the story I'm about to tell, I'm good friends with the girl that just had made this comment to okay. me now. Okay. <laughs> so it's not judge. Okay. Got yeah. It. And I still joke about her with it to this day, but the first couple of days I just, because we did a training for FSY and I just kind of kept to myself because I knew. Is this when you were a counselor or counselor. when you were? Okay. Okay. So this was just this last summer. Got it. I just kind of went in with the attitude that I knew I was going to be different because I was a student athlete and not a lot of student athletes do this because they're focusing on their sport. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm just going to go in. I'm not going to make any friends. Probably not the best <laughs> thing, but I'm like, I'm just going to go in. Really my thickening training. your skin. Yeah. Okay. Get my training done and leave. I mean, that was kind of my mindset going into it. And we were walking back to some activity and this girl comes up to me and says, so what's a soccer player like you doing at a place like this? <laughs> and I was like, wow, like, welcome to FSY. Like, this is awesome. That, that That's the welcoming spirit. That's the unity we're looking for. Yeah. And so it was a good opportunity for me to be able to explain why I was doing these things is that I want to be able to connect with youth because I know there are a lot of athletes in high school or in that 13 to 18 range that maybe sometimes struggle with their faith just like I did or like so many athletes do as they go through life yeah because even just being a teenager is hard and I want to be able to share my experiences of how I was able to overcome some of those challenges in high school how is it how I was able to become a collegiate athlete excuse me and so i just want to give more student athletes that opportunity That's to awesome. share their story and how they have come to know christ through their sport and to balance all those things that's awesome so those are kind of the two big things i want to accomplish with this and then of course give service i feel like with the name change of the school it has caused a sever or divide yeah there's a division in the community isn't there yeah and i want to be able to show that us as student athletes and members of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints we're willing to mend some of those because i feel like sports is just a great way to put differences aside yeah and just come together that's awesome and so i think with those three things and so many more that other student athletes they're going to bring to the table right i think is going to be a great thing for us going forward and i i'm looking forward to to being able to be a part of it and if it's not necessarily the most successful thing at the beginning just to at least spark the idea for oh yeah for future student athletes things have got to start somewhere right exactly yeah that's so cool i i just so many things you said by the way i think we found the title for the this episode what's a soccer player like you doing a place like this (laughs) (laughs) I just love the idea. I, I, I've, I've had the blessing of being able to, to teach seminary for 18 years and now here at the Institute for a couple of years. And, and you're right. There is kind of a, I, I love the idea of student athletes, especially maybe at the high school level, watching college athletes. Cause these are people, you know, that, that they look up to and going, Oh, you can be religious and an athlete. Cause unfortunately I think sometimes we buy into a stereotype, right? Especially in high school when you're trying to figure out who you are and you've got your crew around you, you know what I mean? And, and if, 
I, I have seen it. I have, it's been, it, it's fascinating. You, you get like one person, one person on that team to show the rest of the team. Yeah, I can be religious. I can be cool with Jesus mm-hmm. and with soccer. And all of a sudden it changes the out the team. They're just like, oh, well, I can do that too. I think everybody wants to, everybody wants to yeah. be good. Everyone wants to love the savior and come closer to him. But sometimes we like, how did held how did, there was a talk out there. Elder Holland said, you know, sometimes we check our religion at the door. Yeah. I remember in sports. that one. And, and you don't have to. So I love this idea. This is awesome. And I think it's just an, it's an awesome thing. The day we posted the video, I don't think I had told you, mentioned this to you before, but I went to practice the next day. We had practice that night. Yeah. And of course, some of my teammates are asking me, hey, T, what, what club are you starting? That's and so cool. It was members and non-members alike, which was yeah. awesome to hear. And yeah. I sat down next to, I have one of my friends from my club team um, who plays here as well. He said, T, what kind of club are you starting? I was like, well, it's for, I just say LDS because sure. yeah. it makes sense to non-members. Right. I said, it's an LDS student-athlete club where we can go and speak to youth about our experiences and give service in the community. And he's a practicing Catholic. And he said, I know I'm not a Mormon, but could I come join you guys one day? So cool. And I was like, of course you can. That's so, so I think cool. it's going to be a great... I mean, down the road, it could just become a Christian student athlete club down the road and, or, you know, it can be the spark for somebody else to make that. Yeah. And that way we can go out and we can do these things together to show that we're all worshiping the same God and giving more missionary and service opportunities to people around us. Yeah. Coming closer to the savior, Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and playing sports. That's awesome. That's so cool. Terry, oh, I'm so excited. This is going to be cool. I, I, I'm going to try to help as much as I can. If you need any help, like connecting with some of these seminaries, because I know many of them do, like I, I was telling you earlier, many of them do lunch sides and uh, mm-hmm. it'd be cool just to get a group of Utah tech, local people, local athletes coming yeah. in and, and yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And so Larson, the guy I mentioned earlier, I, I got him involved with it and with him wanting to be a seminary teacher, he had all the contacts okay, in there. Perfect. And so I can't remember. I was talking to him today before I left and I was like, Hey man, just following up. Do you have, <laughs> have you been texting them? Because I'm like, I'm doing this podcast today. I got to show that we're, oh, yeah. we're like making progress. He's like, yeah, you should be texting today. So hopefully cool. we're getting, um, one of those luncheons at Dixie Crimson Cliffs, Desert Hills. So sweet. Hopefully we're, we're starting somewhere. We're, we're That's starting awesome. small. That's, no, that's going to be great. That's going to be so good. I think it'll be good on, on, on I can just think of so many different fronts this is going to mm-hmm. affect people on. That's so cool. Awesome. Yeah. And I think that's the, the fun thing is I've talked to a few more girl student athletes. Okay. And one of the things they said that I never really thought of, and it's just kind of mm-hmm. stuck with me is they said, you know, we haven't really, we haven't served missions and they're like, we want to. But it hasn't been in the timeline. Right, right. Because with them going at 19, that's almost two years of school for some of them. And it's just like, it'd just be awkward to just leave in the middle of two years. Okay. They said, I think this is a great opportunity for me to feel like I'm serving a mission. That's awesome. Yeah, to be everyday missionaries, to gather Israel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so hearing a few of them say that, I was like, wow. Like, I think we really do have something special here. And we have the right people. And I feel like the people that have reached out have are wanting to be a part of it and have neat stories too from just what I've heard from a few of them. So cool. Oh, I'm so excited for it. (laughs) 
Thank you. Well, Traden, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. I Would it be okay? Would you mind just sharing um, what you love about the Savior and what you love about uh, his gospel? And just, yeah, will you bear your testimony for us? We'd, we'd love to hear from a student athlete, soccer player at, at Dixie Tech. I'd love to. I just, I know that my Savior loves me. I know that there are times where we get frustrated with him or with things, but he always loves us and he always has his hand extended to us. And I've been able to see that over the last couple months. I know that God wants us to become like him and he gives us opportunities like this to help his children come closer to us or to us and him. I know that families can be together forever. I know that we all have trials and tribulations that go on in our life and that those are only bringing us closer and it's, he gives us opportunities every day in those trials to take one step closer to him. And I think that's all we need to do is to feel the spirit is know that when we're feeling the spirit, we're coming closer to him no matter what we're doing. And so I know he's my savior. I know he's with me whenever I do something like this, whenever I step on that soccer field in my schoolwork, but I just need to actively bring him into my life and He'll do it with open arms. And I say that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. It's been a pleasure, my friend. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) Okay. Thanks for joining us today. And I just want to remind everybody that this podcast is not affiliated with nor endorsed as an official production of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. All words and opinions expressed by participants are solely their own and do not reflect official doctrine of the church. 